Well, thank you everyone for joining us today on this episode. We are going to have a conversation today about embracing our weakness. Come on, really? I don't have any weaknesses, doll. No, of course you don't, honey. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm perfect. I'm strong all the time. Come on, strong all the time. Uh, that's well, so good. I love it. Yeah. What an exciting topic to talk about. Yeah, well, you know, I think so often in this day and age, Instagram, we have to get our Instagram selves ready and we have to put forward the really good parts of our life. And if you saw the Monday normal and all the times we screw up, mess up. Yeah, you might and not feel like overwhelmed. me. And then, you might not like me. And, and you might stop not, following me. And then, Yes, and you might not want to be my friend. I and might lose my Insta life. And I might be insignificant. And, wow. you know, the truth is, honey, we wake yes. up on different sides of the bed every day, don't we? <laughs> you know, we are overcoming the soul, the flesh. But... When we don't always feel strong, we don't always feel like we're ready for life today. That's right. And you know, the world, and I think the church has often imbibes this as well, says that, you know, be strong. Mm. You know, we take hold of that. Be courageous. Be strong, be courageous is what God said to Joshua. And, you know, what God was meaning, though, is not Joshua, you be strong and courageous in yourself. Mm. He's saying, be strong in the Lord yeah. and his mighty power mm -hmm. and be courageous because God is with you. Yes. And that is really the key to walking this world in a way that the Lord would say is successful. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the way the world would say is successful. No. The world says for you to be successful, you need to be strong. Yeah. But in the kingdom of heaven, for you to be successful... You need to know the Lord is strong. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're called to be victorious in Christ. Yes, in Christ. In Christ. There you go. Because if it was down to our determination yep. and our motivation every single day, yep. we'd be striving. We'd be a mess. And we'd never get there. That's right. Because some days we're full of vigor and life and yep. other days we don't feel like we've no. got a whole lot of joy and vigor for the day. We chew other people's, you know, we chew other people up, we, we're mean, we're reactive, we're yeah. impatient, unkind. And then we tell everybody we didn't even mean to be. And the reality is sometimes we didn't mean to be. Sometimes we fully jolly well know we did mean to be. Yeah. But nevertheless, we know we were wrong. And so we're, we're not even that good at actually, you know, being repentant for when we've been no. mean, no. et cetera. But... You know, the reality is, is that our life in Christ Jesus, thank you, God, is not about us trying and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, no. but it's actually about embracing yeah. the reality that when I'm weak, he is strong. He's strong. And we have Christ's life coursing through our veins, yeah. all through our being. Our soul is alive in Christ. Our our spirit is alive in Christ. Our soul is being renewed mm -hmm. in Christ. And our bodies are being strengthened in Christ Jesus. And uh, I love what Paul says, you know, in one Corinthians, sorry, in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. He says, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. 
for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's a key to that, that his power is perfected in our weakness. And I think actually an acknowledgement that the power of God wants to flow through yeah. our weaknesses. Oh, that's so good. And Helen. our inabilities or, you know, how do we position ourselves for his power to flow when we're feeling weak? Yeah, not through our efforts. No. But through his effort and our simple little yes right. of obedience. Yeah. I think it comes from just in that still small voice in our innermost beings, that place of communion with God, knowing that he's good, knowing that he loves us, mm -hmm. knowing that he dwells mm -hmm. within us, of just being able to catch that tiny nudge yeah. or that little word on the inner, inner man, you know, go and speak to that one, say this, or that, you know, here I am, like this morning, for example, you know, I've lifted my truck. Come on, six and a half inch BDS coilover lift. And it is awesome. For on those my, that value to know that. That's true, Doc. Okay. On my Chevy Duramax L5P diesel. I love it. It's so awesome. And, you know, I just got it recently done. So every 500 miles for the first 1,500 miles, so one at 500, one at 1,000, one at 1,500, I have to take it back to the shop and get it torqued down to make sure everything's good and cushy and tight. And uh, so I was just having my second one. And over the course of this uh, experience, I've, I've become friends with the owners of the, the truck store. And, um, and they're super sweet. You know, they're in their late 50s. And, uh, you know, as, as I just allowed myself just to slow down and not be mm. in a rush and just mm. accept the fact that I've got to, you know, sit there for the next hour and a half, two hours. And instead of being on my iPhone, I just, you know, spent the time engaging in conversation mm -hmm. with the owner. Well, it turns out in the by the by in the conversation that the, that the owner of the store has had some real tragedies Aww. in their lives. And as they're just sharing that, mm. And I'm asking the questions that are kind of opening the floodgates, if you like. Yeah. The Holy Spirit just kept prompting me. And I kept listening to the voice of the Lord and responding to the voice of the Lord in a place of allowing myself to be vulnerable with them, a place of weakness, not trying to have all the answers and come up with the best snazzy sayings, yeah. Yeah. but instead just listening to the Holy Spirit and flowing with him. And, you know, it just was amazing to me yeah. that suddenly he gave me a, the Lord gave me an amazing opportunity where he started to tear right up. His wife said, honey, why don't you go into the office with oh. Duncan? And I was able to go into the office and lead him through an amazing time mm. of uh, ministry. Yeah. that led him to be totally set free on a number of different areas that he'd been had, had been struggling with and met Jesus. And he, I mean, I think he already knew the Lord, but he got a tremendous breakthrough. 
But it was through his weakness yeah. and my weakness and our willingness to be vulnerable yeah. with one another that allowed this amazing opportunity for God's strength to be made perfect. Uh, that's an amazing story. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? When we are, when we're weak, when we're strong, everything's going well. Yeah. When we're weak, we suddenly come face to face with ourselves. Yeah. And our need of others and our need to engage. Um, we feel vulnerable. That's true. And we're not always comfortable with being vulnerable with one another. No. You know, I don't want to be on the edge of tears or I don't want to have to say I failed or I was defeated in a certain area. Oh, yeah. So much so that we apologize to people when we start crying. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like this. And exactly. Like, don't be sorry. You know, this is so real. But life is different for everyone. Yeah. But how do we handle what comes to us? I think that's the thing. How do we respond? Um, do we go to God? Do we seek other people to help us? And yeah. sometimes I think for this guy today, you just need, he, he just needed somebody around that was willing to cue in, clue in, and lead him oh, yeah. into a place of feeling relief and comfort. Absolutely. Um, but so often people are self-reliant. Exactly. And, the, and, you know, strong and independent. Yeah. I don't need anybody. No. I, I'm going to be strong in this situation and I'm going to make it. And, mm -hmm. and very often, a lot of, I think a lot of, as human beings, a lot of our pain and our issues come from the things that others have done to us. Yeah. And we get this grit and determination. We just, I'm going to sweep that under the carpet. That doesn't, I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm not going to let those people affect me. I'm just going to walk away from here and, you know, they owe me, but, you know, screw them, blah, blah, blah. And we don't, and we take that strong approach, thinking we're going to be fine in the midst of it. But then, of course, we discover we're not that strong. And actually, those things we shoved under the carpet just keep coming up and tripping us up over and over yeah. again. And we realize that it's not until we are willing to be weak and vulnerable mm -hmm. and seek help to pull out all that garbage that we've stuffed yeah. under the carpet yeah. of our yeah. lives and actually start dealing with it. Yeah. Let the tears flow and take it to the Lord and be real with him about it. And from a place of weakness yeah. and vulnerability, we end up finding true healing that leads us to an amazing discovery of the greatness of God, yeah. the love of God, the power of God, the strength of God, the might of God, the courage of God, the boldness of God. And that actually, you know, um, through our tears and through our running to the Lord and returning to him and depending upon him, we find our true, our true source of strength. Yeah. And for those who are married, I mean, we know marriage is a place where you have to learn to be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. You have to learn to embrace each other's weaknesses. Yeah, that's true. Repetitively, repetitively. Yeah. You know, it's not all like the movies where everything's sweetness and spice and, you know, marriage is hard. There are times Sometimes where, you know, our weaknesses really hurt each other. Our weaknesses give us despair in our marriage because 
I think when we feel weak, we often feel like we don't have an ability to change who we are. Right. And And most especially change our spouse. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And there has to be a tenacity to embrace each other's weaknesses as well as your own because you know you're sinful when you're married. You suddenly find that out. Just like when you have children, you realize how selfish you are. You know, yeah, and it's so and true. and you come face to face with yourself. But yeah. what do you do with that? I think that's the whole thing. How how do you handle that? Is it an acknowledgement? Well, I'm actually not perfect, and neither are you. And how are we going to live humbly with one another mm-hmm. and with each other? Where we're gonna we're gonna work this out, but we're gonna cover each other's weakness, but we're not gonna judge each other's weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely, darling. You know, there's. There's handling things in the moment. Yeah. And very often in those kinds of moments, poking each other's weaknesses is not helpful. And yet one one finds oneself doing that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like an irresistible temptation to just go there and just poke each other and in each other's weakness. And so there's the there's that allowing grace in the moment and you know choosing deliberately and intentionally to walk away from actually, like you said, to cover someone's weakness and not to manipulate and use their weakness for your own advantage. And, but there's also, uh, and then, the, and of course, the willingness to forgive and release and bless in the moment and choose to, uh, to reconcile and, and, and be cooperative and loving. But then there's also the, if you like prophylactic in the sense of, um, you know, we use the word prophylactic to describe taking anti-malarial pills regularly in order not to get malaria, right? You don't have malaria, but you take the pills prophylactically so that if in the event you do get bitten by a mosquito with malaria, you don't get it because you've been taking action beforehand. Well, I think that one of the areas that we need to learn to steward well in our areas of weakness mm. where sins involve particularly is by intentionally going after inner healing and healing life's hurts yeah. and having seasons where we take our areas of weakness with trained professional counselors mm-hmm. and actually deal with the issues of life where these areas of weakness that have come from, you know, wounding, wounding and experience sad experiences in our lives growing up that are now create trigger points Mm -hmm. exactly yeah that we actually go after those things so that we you know we're not hiding in sinful weaknesses pretending that somehow or other those weaknesses are opportunities for the strength of the lord but we're Saying, okay, no, in these areas of sinful weakness. I can take responsibility for this part of my weakness. Um, And I think that's the difference, you know. There's taking responsibility, um, but also there's humility. Yeah, come on. Where we're not proud about our strength. And we go around like a, you know, peacock strutting our stuff. Yeah. um, Walking like an expert. Yeah. You know, people that go around with that air of, expert and arrogance are really not that easy to be around well the reality is they're they're covering up their own perceived weaknesses and projecting strength to do so and you know there's nothing like our spouse and our friends 
to notice those to things. To help us but actually, back to reality. <laughs> sometimes it's not the hard. It's the hardest thing to hear it from them as well. No, oh, it is yeah. because we feel affronted and offended that oh, yeah. you would think that about me. That's true. But it's often just our pride that stops us from getting in touch. And then, you know, also if you really see me, you're not going to like me. You're not going to love me. We're afraid. Yeah. Shame tells us to be afraid that we're going to be rejected. Rejected and then if we'll we, feel abandoned. If again. we could be yeah. weak and be ourselves and be vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, I think true relationships are when we're able to be really honest and vulnerable. Yeah. But we don't stay there. Right. We, we're able to recover from those moments and and reconcile with with one another and, and find friends. our way to joy again find our way back to joy yeah but actually put it in perspective that each of us have got weaknesses that we can bear and cover with one another that's so good you know that's so good and you know you mentioning that you know we we were just you know chatting with andrew before you know who's who's helping us with this podcast and terms of the technical elements of it and he's such an amazing amazing young man Andrew Ballsma but in chatting with Andrew he was reminding us of a conversation that he had had recently with you know with our son-in-law um, who's one of the executive team in in this church Aaron Nineveh and um, Aaron was talking about you know they were, they were talking about hiring a a, a staff member to a, a, a really important uh, position in the in the team and Andrew was amazed that that Aaron said, you know, I'm going to ask him, what are your perceived weaknesses? Mm. And Andrew was intrigued by that and thinking, mm. oh, well, really, why, why, would, why you? would you ask that? <laughs> you know, surely we're interested in his strengths. And Aaron's response was because if a person knows what their weaknesses are, yeah. they'll know how to gather a team around them to strengthen find help and find help and be willing to and let not go be, and not be diminished as a result not of be doing diminished that. and not try to be the all singing all dancing and everything mm. but actually be rather than self-reliant be willing to be reliant upon others mm. so that in the areas where they're weak others can be strong yeah. and be okay with that and and know that that doesn't make them any less of a a leader no just because they have weaknesses. And I think, you know, when our sense of significance is drawn fully from the Lord, where we're significant because we're his favorite sons and daughters, mm -hmm. well, now we're not worried or anxious no. that somehow our weaknesses will disqualify us and that others' strength will disqualify us, you know? Yeah, and I actually think our story of weakness, when we're willing to share it, and allow others to know that we've been through many of the same struggles. Yeah. Actually. It's deeply inspiring. It's deeply inspiring. People respect you more, actually. They do, because yeah. you, they see your life and think, wow, you've even overcome in those areas, in certain areas. Well, and maybe you've there's made hope room. for me. And yeah, and maybe you're you're therefore willing to make room for me in this team, you know? Absolutely. So good. So good, Don. So everyone listening, yeah. don't be afraid of your weaknesses. No. Use them as a litmus for just opening your heart to others and to God. And, you know, get healing if you need to, but build trust with your team. 
you are human. After all, we're human beings and we're created as beings and we're all walking this journey and each of us has has a road and our main purpose is that we would glorify God in everything Come we on. do Come and on. that we would enjoy the life he gave us. Yeah. So that's what we hope for you yeah. listening today. God bless. May you find God's strength made perfect in your weakness.